0: And one thing I learned the hard way with YouTube is that 4K video is brutal. So I was making this video about cooking a whole chicken using your Instant Pot and how your baby can eat it. And I'm like carving the chicken towards the videographer who doesn't say like, oh, hey, Katie, that chicken looks raw, but it's definitely raw. And so then in the post-production, I just spent all this time trying to like hide the raw chicken because I couldn't have the videographer back to reshoot the whole thing. And it just ended up being a total disaster. So we also included a piece about, you know, how to know the internal cook temp and never serve your baby raw chicken, but just try not to make raw chicken for your videos anymore too. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Let's say you're trying to learn something about a topic that you've never known anything about before. I feel like there are two types of people, those that go immediately to YouTube and those that don't. I am definitely in the latter category. I've just never been a YouTube person, partially because I'm scared of like how much time I could waste on YouTube if I ever let myself go there. But Over the last few years, it had become increasingly obvious that we needed to have a baby-led weaning YouTube channel. So last June, June 22, we launched our baby-led weaning YouTube channel, and I wanted to share a little bit about what we've learned in a year of YouTube by taking you guys behind the scenes of our baby-led weaning YouTube channel. Now, I'm fully aware that you are on a podcast and you are listening to information about starting solid foods which I'm a big podcast person. I mean, we are like almost 350 episodes into this sucker. It took about six years to to convince me to do YouTube, but there's a couple of reasons why. And I just want to share what has been actually a way more rewarding and fun experience than I thought it would have been. I was like, oh, a year into it. Like if it doesn't work out, we can quit. And now I like love it. And it's probably my favorite platform. So why did we end up doing a YouTube channel? Well, One of the things, I love social media. Historically, I loved social media, but as you've probably noticed, things have changed a lot on especially Instagram. And while I started teaching about baby led weaning primarily from my Instagram channel, and over the years, I've definitely had to diversify, right? We teach about baby led weaning. I speak nationally. I teach college level nutrition courses. We teach healthcare professionals. I sell programs to parents. We have tons of free content where we teach about baby led weaning on Instagram and through our email marketing list into all of the people in our community. And now we wanted to add YouTube because seeing really is believing when it comes to starting solid foods, being able to show parents exactly how you cut the food or what it looks like when you're practicing the open cup or what you could visually anticipate your baby will do or not do when they gag. I'm a huge fan, as you know, of teaching On the podcast. And I love the podcast because I'm literally wearing my pajamas right now and I have my hair isn't done and I don't have to do any makeup. And it's a totally different world on YouTube, but I know the power of video. And while I certainly understand that Instagram has decided to prioritize video recently, social content is essentially dead on arrival. Like it is almost dead before it's even live. And I want the content that I am putting serious time and resources and effort into making to continually serve my audience because my audience consists primarily of parents and caregivers as well as healthcare providers treating babies in the six to 12 month range. And if Mark Zuckerberg decides that such and such is a trend, the way that I teach babies to safely make beef brisket doesn't change. And so when I make a video about how to make beef brisket safe for babies on Instagram, I have to make it 5 million different ways till Tuesday and nobody sees it, but on YouTube, those videos continually come back to serve our audience. So the original intent was to make content that parents can find years from now instead of being a cog in the Instagram wheel or literally on Mark Zuckerberg's hamster wheel, which some days I feel like I am. So things change in different landscapes and I wanna continue to be able to share content in a way that is conducive to parents and meet them where they're at. Some people like to learn on the podcast. Lots of dads were realizing use YouTube. And so we've had such an uptick in the number of males interested in our content and following because of YouTube. There's moms out there too, but I'm really surprised how many dads come off of YouTube, which is cool. So how did we do our launch? I mentioned that we started in June of 2022. So we started planning for the launch at the end of 2021. The pre-launch work we all did in the first part of 2022, I think our goal was to launch in July and we were actually ready, which this is surprising for our team. We did something early, but our marketing strategist, Lauren, who's like big on the metrics was all over us getting this off the ground with a very strategic launch. So we are a small team. So we have to batch all of our work. And one mistake that we made early on with YouTube, it was like, well, I'm going to batch. If I'm bringing my videographer down from LA, I live in San Diego. He's very wonderful, but also very expensive. I'm like, we're going to shoot like 20 videos. And so at the beginning, we were having these insanely large video shoots to do lots of videos with the original intent to publish twice a week. So I do that with the podcast. The Monday episode is a mini training episode. And then the Thursday episode is a longer interview with a credentialed feeding expert. We didn't really know what like the flow was going to be, like what the topics are going to be, what the pillars were, but we kind of worked it all out in our pre-launch strategy and filmed way too many videos. And we had worked with a consultant who helped us kind of get our strategy nailed out. And she kept telling us, YouTube is a long game, YouTube is a marathon. You're coming off of Instagram where you're big fish in a big pond. You are going into YouTube where you are like a guppy in a massive, massive ocean. You need to know that your growth will not be the same. And I was like, yeah, I know. YouTube is a long game. We're here for it. I have to say I didn't realize how long of a long game it was and how slow growth on the platform is. But I am so glad that we stuck with it. Not that we have definitely cracked the code, but we are seeing now finally consistent growth with our YouTube channel. And it's been such a fun way to educate parents, showing them visually all of the little things that they ask about starting solid foods with their baby. So at the beginning, we were publishing two videos a week. And then what we got into is what, again, our strategist told us not to do. Don't make videos that you want. You need to make the videos that your audience wants. And I'm like, I know my audience inside and out. I'm I'm talking to them every day. I'm interacting with them here and there. I'm in my live baby led weaning office hours with the parents in my group. But as far as the YouTube videos that they want, what I thought people wanted versus what they actually want and react to and engage with was two totally different things. And it has definitely taken me a year to kind of figure that out. So we kind of shifted gears about halfway, well, towards the end of 2022. We, as Lauren said, we had to slow down to speed up. So in the lifespan of some content platforms, if you kill them with content, your numbers will spike. And we've learned that in the heyday of Instagram. We had it a little bit with TikTok at the beginning. But with YouTube, just throwing a bunch of videos out there that are, as another <laughs> consultant told me, your pile of poop videos, just because you make a lot of them, it's just a lot of poop. I was like, okay. He wasn't actually calling my videos poop. Although if I look back at some of the earliest videos, I am like, oh my gosh, these were so poopy. But again, we were learning by putting a lot of content out and then we realized putting more is not better and we need to spend more time making videos like the length that they need to be to get the idea across, but also the length that they need to be so that YouTube continues to serve our content to people who are looking for this. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Families have a lot going on. So another thing we learned, um, YouTube Shorts. I don't know how much you guys spend time on YouTube Shorts. I literally didn't even know what it was until we started. It's basically the vertical video platform, totally different app. Very slowly, we have shorts going every day, but we're down to doing one long form video. We were doing one long form video a week and we actually slowed down even more to doing one long form video every other week. And that kind of seems to be the sweet spot for us where we can make really high quality videos for you guys that teach you what you need to know in the amount of time that YouTube likes so that people actually get to see it. So it's all about kind of, I think, appeasing your audience, but also doing the thing that the platform wants you to, so that you can get your content out there. So we went through with shorts, we're kind of doing multiple ones a day, and you—we've obviously everyone said it—but you can't just repurpose your Instagram and your TikToks. So we're slightly tweaking some content, and our content director, Caitlin, who's also a dietitian, she is like in a groove with the shorts. And very slowly, I think we're seeing like the two highways of the YouTube long videos and the YouTube shorts. They're kind of starting to feed each other, but they still—it definitely feels like creating video content for two additional platforms. But again, people are there watching and interacting, and then subscribing to the real channel from the shorts. So we keep doing it. We switched gears a little bit. We learned a lot about video editing, which is very different from podcast editing. Emmanuel, who's our podcast editor, does a fabulous job. We've worked with him since the beginning. We never changed. With our YouTube editor, we learned pretty quickly that our initial editor was not really vibing with us. Like We just weren't clicking with this editor early on. So we switched gears. We put out a call for a new editor. We went through this very rigorous process to kind of narrow it down. And we ended up with a male editor we work on a primarily female team. Our podcast editor is male though. I should say that our videographer is male and now our video editor is male. And that's kind of about it as far as males in our world go. But our current editor is so amazing because when he went through the application process, his application video, he did like a mock-up of his own, own daughter's baby led weaning experience. So he's based in the Philippines and he shared how baby led weaning is not mainstream or very popular, but he had known about it and he shared like a lot of her eating foods. And we just thought that was so cool. Like he really connected with our content and I love that he's a dad. He, he works different hours than us and you sometimes have to wait. He's like, I got to drop my kids off at school. I'm like, I have to go pick my kids up from school, but we work really well back and forth. And I thought I was going to hate YouTube because I thought the comments were mean on YouTube, like as a rule, I have like a weird YouTube, aside side story when I was pregnant with my quadruplets. Our local hospital system, Sharp in San Diego, followed our family towards the end of the pregnancy and they documented the quadruplet pregnancy. There was like 30 people in the room for the birth, including a video crew. It's not like gnarly graphic stuff, but they made a documentary about our family. And then it's online and it has like so many millions of views. And obviously you're going to get some negative comments. And I learned very early, like, don't read your own YouTube comments because you'll just feel terrible about yourself. So I thought everyone was, and most people are very complimentary, but there's definitely people like, why did that lady need to have four kids and whatever. If you search sharp experience quadruplet, Katie, you can see the video. It makes me cry every time and I love it. And it's very largely positive, but it did scare me a little bit. Like, I don't think I want to have millions of views on YouTube videos if people are mean in the comments. Well, when you only have like hundreds of views on your videos and they're all from people that you begged to go watch your videos, the comments are very different. And so at the beginning of our channel, we would just be like so happy if we got a comment and they've all been largely positive. Like, thank you for this. I didn't know that this is really cool. And then we're like, oh my gosh, these are positive comments. And so one thing I do appreciate about the very slow growth of YouTube, I mean, we're like a year into this, and I think we just have 10,000 subscribers. And that was our goal for the first year. If we can get 10,000 subscribers, the quality of those subscribers has been so amazing. Like everyone who listens to the podcast episode, you guys want to listen to it. Like you clicked play, you're interested in this. If you're still listening, you're interested in this content. With the other platforms, like, it's such a game to get in front of your eyeballs, but you got to get in front of the right people's eyeballs. But with you two, we really kind of seem to be like finding, our parents are finding us at the time when they need us, when they want to learn about baby led weaning in a straightforward way. Like this is exactly how you do the thing. So I have enjoyed the comments and we have a community section going now that Caitlin helped us get off the ground. So for me, it's really fun. I love like the best work for me is when I, if my husband, he travels a lot. If I put the kids down, I get a glass of wine. And I know our video editor is back online and we hop into Dropbox replays. It's like, you all know what Dropbox is, but I didn't know there was like a video editing side of it. And we do real-time edits together, the editor and myself. And it's kind of mindless work, but like, it's so relaxing to me. And I love making YouTube videos. I mean, I don't actually make them. Someone else shoots them. I just talk, but I do like with YouTube, like your personality can shine through. Whereas like, you know, in TikTok, you have like three seconds and it's it's hard to teach something concrete in three seconds. I'm sorry. So Another thing that I learned is that 4K video is brutal, especially if you're dealing with raw meat. So we one of my favorite videos was just how to cook a whole chicken for baby led weaning. Like it's literally one of my favorite things to do. And it's so easy and it's so cheap. And we were showing it, but I, the chicken was bigger than I thought. And then I didn't pressure cook it for long enough. So then we took it out and started cutting it. And I'm cutting it towards the camera. Like the videographer just filming like he's supposed to. And he doesn't say like, oh, hey, Katie, the chicken looks raw. So you shoot the whole thing. And then when I go to editing, I'm like, dude, I can't show this. This is like straight up raw chicken. But we already shot the whole thing and I couldn't have him come back. So then I just spent all this time editing out raw chicken, which was like definitely not worth it. I should have just recooked the chicken. And then we put in a part about what the internal cook temperature of chicken should be. So I've learned to be very careful with meat and cook it till it's internal temperature because it's really hard to edit out undercooked chicken. Okay. What do I like about YouTube? I do love getting to connect with my audience. I love that your personality comes back. I like that you don't have to like hop on every single trend like you do on the other platforms in order to stay relevant. Another thing I love about YouTube, and we've learned this, like we're big data people, right? We're a small team. We're trying to run a small business. Data is important. And in YouTube, the backend analytics, like the metrics that you get Lauren's our numbers geek on our team and she just like geeks out like our weekly YouTube meetings are just like the amount of data that they show you. It can be overwhelming, but she's kind of streamlined it into these are where people are coming from. This is the video that they liked. They didn't like it at this point and they dropped off. Let's study what happened there. Um, Another thing I really like about YouTube is that you can change your thumbnail and your title after you publish. Like if I could do that on Reels, you guys like it would be amazing, but I can't. So that's fine. You can't change the video. So when we make mistakes or I say something wrong, I just address it in the comments or address it in the description, but changing the title and the thumbnail to make sure, because when you make a good video, like I made this one about taking a baby to a restaurant. I took my friend Ashley's baby Brayden into a restaurant when she was eight months old. And we we're talking all about how to order off the menu. We're like at the restaurant and I'm there with my girls. I'm like doing it on my phone, which I normally don't do. Like usually we have someone shoot it for us, but trying to do more vlog style stuff. And like, I made this great video and then nobody freaking watched it. But as we tweak the title and we tweak the thumbnail, like you can actually see the views pick up. And you're like, yes, I'm glad I made that video because now parents going to a restaurant have these five tips that they can take with them. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Sometimes we change the thumbnail and the video title so much that I can't even remember what the actual video is about, but that's a different story. So I I'm liking video. I like YouTube. What do I not like about it? It's making a video that you really like and realizing that, oh, you're the only one that likes that and other people don't like it. So what we've actually been doing is going back to some of our earlier videos when we were working with the editor that we didn't really jive with. We were doing way too many sound effects. Like, I thought you had to be so like sound effect heavy and like keep people moving and their attention spans are so short because that's true on the other platforms. But on YouTube, people will be like, thank you for the video, but these sound effects are so annoying. And now I watch some of our earlier videos and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even watch this. Like the concept is good, but the sound effects are killing me. So we're redoing some of those and we'll be putting them back up. That's kind of my summer project, taking a pause on new videos because we're only doing two a month, which I really like that gives a lot of time to redo some of the earlier videos. So if you watch some of the earlier videos and they annoyed you, they'll be back as better videos soon. I don't love how slow it is. I kind of mentioned that. I think it did take us a year to get to 10K subscribers. But what's really cool now is that we are actually seeing, you know, we stay in business by selling digital programs, primarily to parents and healthcare providers. And we're seeing more sales coming from YouTube at 10,000 subscribers than Instagram with nearly half a million subscribers. And that's pretty amazing that the people who are watching the videos are like, where do I learn more? There's a lot of that no like and trust factor. I think when you listen to a podcast, if you've been listening to episodes, like some of you guys go back to episode one. We hear that all the time. I started at the beginning and I've listened to every single episode. People don't do that with YouTube, probably because the earlier videos are so annoying, but we want to get it to a point where it's like, if you land on our baby led weaning channel, and that's the channel name, it's youtube.com slash baby led weaning. I want you to be able to learn as much about giving your baby a safe start to solid foods. And then if you want additional information about how to make all the foods on the 100 First Foods list and you want that expert guided support going with you moving forward that's individualized, then I have programs you can pay for. But our goal is to continue offering as much free, valuable content from a credentialed feeding expert to help parents make this transition to solid foods. So I hope wherever you need to learn from, I hope I'm there. I hope the content that we're making is serving you. And if you want to check it out, if you're interested in seeing a little bit more of the baby led weaning stuff on YouTube, if you go to youtube.com slash baby led weaning, if you subscribe, I also had like never subscribed to someone's channel. If you subscribe and then you click the little bell next to it, you will get a notification each time our videos go live, which currently is every other week on Thursdays at 2 a.m. Pacific time. And we love your comments if you like it or tell me what videos you want. Because again, I've learned not to make videos that I want. I need to make videos that you guys want. So all in all, very positive on YouTube. Gonna stick with it. It's been a long year. We've learned a lot. It cost a lot of time and money to get it off the ground. But now I would say that it is probably my favorite place to make content after the podcast. And they would be tied if I didn't have to get dressed. And I also realized that I don't have a lot of clothes because we've made so many videos and someone commented like, you wear the same three shirts. Did you film all your videos in three days? It's like, no, I actually maybe only have three shirts that are camera ready. So if anyone has suggestions on where you can get bright colored shirts, bright colored shirts do better on the thumbnails, open mouth when you're smiling, pointing at things on thumbnails. So our thumbnails are so goofy and so insane. My brother is a graphic designer And he was like, your thumbnails are so cringy. And I was like, dude, the cringiest stuff hits the hardest on YouTube. It's not about being pretty. And I really, really like that. So I hope you guys like our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening to me share a little bit about behind the scenes of the channel. Thank you if you've ever even left a comment. I read every single comment. I respond to every one of them. I wish you could leave comments on podcasts. People say you can on Spotify, but nobody ever does. So (laughs) leave comments wherever you want. We see them all. I appreciate you. Thanks for being a part of this amazing community. And thank you to our partners at Airwave Media. If you guys like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, Airwave makes some amazing podcasts. And we're online, this podcast, at blwpodcast.com. The YouTube channel is youtube.com slash weaning, And I'll be there making videos and I'll be here making podcasts as long as you guys want to keep learning. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next time.